0: already had people who have taken the survey, have called me and said, this made me reflect so deeply and it's already impacting me before I've even seen the results in just answering the questions.
1: Hi, and welcome to this first in a two-part podcast series where we talk to Phil and Tor from the Barrett Value Centre. I'm Nikki Roach from Axia Origin. And if you've never heard of the Barrett Value Center, then you're in for a real treat. These guys have been working for a little over 20 years, exploring the culture and values of individuals, organizations, and even whole nations. And in this first pod, we talk to them about their global COVID-19 assessment. This is a survey that's live now. You can take part if you want to. And in the conversation you're about to hear, we explore why it's important why they're doing the survey, and actually how it will be an important resource helping us navigate our recovery as we move beyond the pandemic and how we might heal as a society. From an Axie Origin perspective, we are orientated around the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, and we had a really interesting conversation about how this survey might really link into what the UN Sustainable Development Goals are trying to do. So I really hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. And we'll join the discussion with Phil and Tor explaining the mission and the purpose of the Barrett Values Centre and why culture and values are really important to understand.
0: Most of our work is measuring values, culture and consciousness of organisations. And so our work is really about supporting leaders in building values driven organisations. And when I say building values driven, I mean consciously values-driven, because every organization, every nation is driven by its values, but are they conscious or unconscious? But we go on from there to why do we want to support leaders in building values-driven organizations? Because our vision really is to create a values-driven society. And when we realize that these tools are capable of measuring any human group, like from one person up through a whole corporation up to a whole nation... What we know is that the collection of values that we have are an expression of our culture. And the foundation of any culture, of any healthy, high-performing culture, whether that's a team, whether that's an organization, whether that's a government, or whether that's a whole nation, is its values. So if the values are healthy and conscious and shared, then we can create really healthy teams, organizations, communities, societies, nations. When they're not, and when leaders are unconscious about their own inner being, and they're driven by their own fears, then what tends to happen is that organizations become unconscious, we're unable to meet the needs of our people, and organizations and society starts to break down and even collapse and fail. And so we, we see both of those dynamics in the measurements that we've done.
1: So Phil, just give us a bit of a sense of how a Barrett value center culture and values assessment actually works.
0: Okay. Well, um, it's the same whether we're asking about an organization or a community or a nation. We basically ask three questions. And actually, the amazing simplicity of this was what captured me when I first discovered this It's like, I cannot believe you've told me so much with so much accuracy about me and my organization by just answering three questions. So here they are. The first one is select the values that most reflect who you are, not who you desire to be. So we want to know who are the people in the system, who are the people in the organization, who are the people in the community or the nation, who are they as human beings and what's most important to them. And they get to select from a list of typically between 90 and 100 words. And and they can then select 10 words as a reflection of who they are. The second question is select the values that most reflect how your organization, how your community, how your nation currently operates. How do you experience it right now? And in that list, we might see words like financial stability and social care and trust and cohesion and those sort of things. We could also see words such as blame, manipulation, hierarchy, crime and violence, corruption. And so we can see. What's working well? What's helping the culture to be healthy, high-performing people to feel engaged and happy to be there? But what's undermining and what's creating frustration within the system, whether that's an organization or a nation? The third question is, select the values and behaviors you would desire for your organization or your nation to achieve its highest potential. And what we're really listening to there is what do people need? What do people need in order to feel happy, connected, engaged, effective, proud, all those things, from a national standpoint is what do people need in order to feel that they're going to experience a good quality of life? And so three simple questions, personal values, current culture, desired culture, and from those, we are able to create a very powerful dialogue.
1: I'm really mindful, given where we are at the moment, in the middle of a global pandemic, is having huge impacts on people in a range of different ways that the Barrett Valley Centre have put out a global culture and values assessment that you're asking people to participate in at the moment. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, really, and and what you're thinking of doing with the outputs from that and where the thought came from, really, as to why you wanted to do it. Could you just share a little bit more of the thinking behind that with Mm -hmm. me, do you think? I
0: mean, let me go back. Uh, One of Richard's definitions is a culture of peace is one in which all the people belonging to a group are able to get their needs met. And what's happened with this pandemic is that a whole different series of needs have arisen. And we express our needs through our values. We value what we need. We express our needs through our values. And this pandemic has really shifted in many ways what people need and therefore what they're valuing. And the the way to find that out is to ask them, who are you? How do you see things now? What would you desire them to be? And We've actually phrased the question as, what do you desire? What are the values and behaviors you desire for your organization in order to navigate, heal, and thrive after this pandemic? And so we're asking people, well, what do you need at this time? And it's by listening to that, listening to leaders, listening to employees, listening to self-employed people, listening to students that we're able to get a sense of what are those needs and how can we create a dialogue in both organizations and at a governmental level for those needs to be served. And for people to be aware of themselves as well, because as we said right at the beginning of this, a lot of this stuff is unconscious. And it's it's about bringing this into our consciousness. I've already had people who have taken the survey, have called me and said, this made me reflect so deeply in just answer, answering these simple questions that it's already it's already impacting me before I've even seen the results in just answering the questions, because it's bringing to consciousness stuff that people are not so aware of.
2: And I'd like to uh, underline the thing here. Many of us are saying we need to change our values. We may change our focus on what we value, but we will still have maybe already today values that are you know, supportive, caring, and compassionate, or whatever, on a personal level. But we come into a context where we are not allowed to express those values. But this whole situation is actually shaping a new situation where we are actually liberating some of the values that we may hold, but it's been held back because of. Our inner fear, if we use that word well, or the social fear context, so to speak, that we are living in, that you are not allowed to say that we can't focus on that. That's not right. So I don't believe that we are going to change our values. We may expand and find new values for some extent, but we are liberating our consciousness about what we truly value. And help us then refocus ourselves. What is it that is important in our lives, in our businesses? And what is the purpose of our business? Why do we exist as an organization? These values shift, these focus of shift that we see may be also a catalyzer for organizations to realize, or nations for that sake, to realize that, hey, we are actually on the wrong track. We are going in the wrong direction, or we need to expand more of what we really truly believe is important and what Mm. our needs are.
0: I want to give thanks to um, Tor and uh, Catherine, who are the team here, and also Clive Wilson, uh, who's one of our consultants um, in Harrogate, who's inspired us to do this.
1: So Phil, through this assessment, you're going to develop, I would imagine, a really amazing and rich data set of the values and therefore the needs of lots of different segments of society around the globe in relation to COVID-19. What? What enduring value do you think this data set will have uh, in the long term and, and beyond the recovery phase of COVID 19?
0: I, I want to add one um, kind of overarching uh, context to this as well, which is we've been for the last few years focusing on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which, if I were to summarize them down to two things, it's one is to create life conditions where every human being has the possibility to experience well-being, peace and happiness. The other would be for for humanity to learn how to live in, in harmony with nature. And it's really about those two things. And the environment, pandemics, plastics pollution, energy, all these are huge issues at the moment, which are a reflection of our values and our needs. And and it's by again becoming conscious of those that we can start to be part of a, a new dialogue to create the cultures than are necessary in order for everybody, corporations, individuals, communities, nations, to take their part in delivering the Sustainable Development Goals. There's nothing more important at the moment than figuring these big questions out.
1: Well, Phil, from uh, from our perspective within Axie Origin, we're absolutely driven by the SDGs, as you know, and so I think that's it's probably one of the reasons we're friends, seeing those manifest in terms of the way organisations and individuals operate in the world and, and orientate around them, I think is something we're all really passionate about seeing really. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as I did. I think it's a really fascinating topic and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you the second part of our conversation in the next week or so. And that's where we talk to Phil and Tor about how they scale these culture and value assessments up to be effective at a national level. The guys have got some really interesting, detailed examples that they talk through, some fascinating stories about how they've been used uh, effectively and some of the pitfalls too. So keep an eye out for that soon. Just a quick reminder that there's a link to the COVID-19 Global Culture and Values Survey attached to this podcast. And if you'd like to take part, and we'd really encourage you to do that, then that closes on the 5th of May. And I'll just leave you with Phil and Tor to give you their final thoughts.
0: The COVID-19 culture survey is closing on the 5th of May. If you get here before that, please take it. If you don't, then we have another instrument called the personal values assessment, which is completely free of charge. And how do you transform a whole nation, one person at a time? So take the opportunity to explore your own values and if you go to valuecenter.com slash PVA, you'll be able to take the personal values assessment and, and, and go and explore there. And if you want to know more, then you're very welcome to reach out to us.
2: We're not saying that you don't know your personal values, but it's good to explore that. So even if you have you know, a fairly good view, it will give you a possibility to understand yourself. And if you want to, you could also have that conversation with somebody that knows you well, your loved one, so to speak, and, and, and challenge them. Is these the values that you recognize in me and, 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 and tell the story of how that they are manifested in your life? And if not, what are the values that you would like to live more? Start with yourself. That's the message I think that we both say.